I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Unknown to me until right now, it was my favorite time of the decade this week. THQ Nordic had a 10-year anniversary. Yay! Congratulations! Thank you, thank you. Uh, I'll be here to answer all your THQ Nordic questions and uh, tell you all of our financial statements. Oh, financial statements! I I'm gonna pat myself on the back. I didn't pull any financial statements during. If during... I could reach you, I'd pat your own back for you. Ooh, how about a little lower and in the front? I'll pat that. Whoa! It's gonna hurt. Oh geez, maybe I'm into that. You know, don't I judge. Mean, hey, listen, that's a that's a you don't thing. kink shame me. I'm not kink shaming. That's the thing. That's the thing for you to work out. Don't kink shame me because I like to stick Yu-Gi-Oh cards up my butthole. I trying to pull obscure things here. Activated, I, activated this trap card. Oh, yeah, steel trap, flush trap. It's a little loose these days. <laughs> How much deeper can we dig? Isn't that what you wonder when you're putting the cards there? <laughs> uh, it's never ending. Anyways, uh, this is the Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Um, Are you going to say it? No. No. I'm going to behave myself. I'm a good boy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, here's some other things that might pique your interest. Like new, new release <laughs> video games? Yeah. We're, we're already walking a dangerous line <laughs> how the rest of this is going to go. Uh number 1, Fortnite season 8. You can start flossing. That does not pique my interest. All right. Uh how about number 2, Balsa Model Flight Simulator for the PC? That does <laughs> pique my interest. Deathloop for the PC and PS5. I feel like we need like a soundboard so I could make like noises like <laughs> just fart noises. Yeah. And then, uh, number four. Has there been any, any verdicts on Deathloop? Uh, I think a bunch of tens have come out. Really? Yes. Really? There have been a lot. There's been a lot of love on the, the old Deathloop. Train. All right. Let me rephrase that. And have you seen anyone's opinion that you trust no okay <laughs> so it's still unresolved yeah <laughs> i like that that reformation how about anybody you trust nope not a single person yet all right 
The people I trust, I don't even know if they've played it yet. We will reserve judgment until a later date. Yeah. <laughs> Gamers 2 rating. Pending. Exactly. Number four. Honey, I joined a cult for the PC. That's interesting. Um, going back to Deathloop, that game could probably use a demo. Deathloop? Yeah. Or Honey, I joined a cult. Well, like, really or any how about, game... how about both? <laughs> really any game could go with a demo, but I feel like Deathloop in particular would do well with the demo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like a, a little bit, but I'm also worried that a demo uh, would have to just be like it's an hour demo, basically, at most. Because I feel like the idea is you're re- going on repeat anyway, so just playing the same thing over and over would be a, literally the game. Yeah. So. Yeah, but if you gave them, like, a little... Yeah, well, I think that's one just, like at chunk. that point you just go to the you know streamer YouTube and try to yeah try to catch it. Uh, number five, where the heart leads for the PS4. Number six, fire commander for the PC. I hope that means you command fire and not that you are uh, fireman. Yeah, I mean that would be false advertising. That's true. Number seven, Merrick's Market for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Stadia. Number eight, Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town for the PC. Number nine, Timberborn for the PC. Number 10, Titan Chaser for the PlayStations and Xboxes. Number 11, The Amazing American Circus. There's a joke there. For the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. I'm sorry, I'm in awe of the next one. Number 12, Clash. Of Chefs VR. I'm curious. I hope it's you fight a range of chefs. I was kind of hoping for the arguably more boring route, which is you are literally iron, like iron iron chef chef in VR. So like I'm cutting shit. I'm making food. I hope it is that, but in like a showmanship angle as well. So like you go against the Benihana chef. And they're just flipping things all over the so place. So y- you want f- the Japanese anime Food Wars? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Although there's like half-naked women in that one. Kind of, yeah. And basically you win by making the judges orgasm. Yeah, I know what show we're talking about. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. You, I didn't we've know. Gone over, you've, told, you've told me to watch it before. Food Wars? Yeah. We've done this going down the deep. That of, must like, have been a weaker moment for me. <laughs> that must have been a weaker moment for me. <laughs> you didn't have a kid on the way, I'll tell you that. Uh, I mean, Food Wars is entertaining, but like, obviously, you should watch the volleyball anime. Yeah, like, that. Obviously. Well, I mean, obviously, the volleyball anime has always been your push. Yeah, or Initial D, because just. Oh yeah, but I, other than I'm just gonna jam out to the music the whole time. I don't give a shit what's going on. It's just gonna be deja vu. We're gonna be. I mean, you could lo- watch five or minutes of every fucking episode. running in the nineties and just be all all oh, yeah. all here for it. Hmm. Like when it's like gas, gas, gas. I don't know what that song is called though. Is that the beginning of fucking Teriyaki Boys? Goddamn Tokyo Drift, because that sounds like they just sampled that. May- that's a good possibility. Instead of just doing that, ding, 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 ding. it's probably just gas, 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 gas. That would be better. <laughs> uh, which is also shots. The beginning of shots. Everybody. 13, Eastward for the PC and Switch. Number 14, Game Deck 
for the PC. Number 15, Project Winter for the PlayStation and Switch. Number 16, Skatebird for the PC, Xbox, and Switch. Number 17, Valheim Hearth and Home Update. That gets thrown in because Valheim at one point was very popular for two weeks, like most things that happen on Twitch. Number 18, Origami 2 for the PC, PlayStation, Xboxes. Number 19, Earth Marines. Is that different than Space Marines? I guess, technically. Uh, for the PlayStation, Xbox, Is and Switch. Is there Moon Marines? Matt, we don't talk about them. Okay. We lost them a long time ago. On the far side of the moon, at the Nazi base. Yeah, exactly. They don't tell you there's two flags on the moon. <laughs> My bad. My bad. <laughs> there's the U.S. flag, and then on the backside. Uh what do you think? What do you think Pink Floyd's album was about, huh? Confirm Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, number twenty, Nexomon for the PlayStation, Xboxes, and Switch. Number twenty-one, Nino Kuni Two, Revenant Kingdom, Prince's Edition. Like Purple Rain. Purple Rain uh, for the Switch. The artist and... formerly known as Prince. Who formerly phoned with Sprint? That's a Pete. That's a Pete Holmes joke. Okay. If anybody's listened to Pete Holmes, they they know the whole joke. He starts it off by doing the uh, a buddy calling his friend Juan to tell them they won the soccer game by a score of one. Juan, uh, we won one one. We finally won one one. Where were you when we won one one? We won one one. We won by one. You we should have been there, Juan. <laughs> I could see how that'd be funny. Print, get me some mints. Print, it's the whole thing. Anyway, uh, number twenty-two, Tales of Iron for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Those were the things, and then in the headlines that we're not going to talk about, but aren't, but I'm going to mention because we talked about Sean Locke when he passed. Norm Macdonald has now passed. Yeah. There's another one that sucks. Mm-hmm. So many good jokes. Such, again, love it. He was so good at uh, SNL and all the few movies, stand-up stuff. But he has one of the driest deliveries. And they're so good for it. Hot take. Ooh. I think we're leaving and or have just passed a golden age of comedy. Like yes, there are funny people in this generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. But I, I feel like the kings of yeah of years for yeah. yeah. It could just be like the you know your typical like well my day everything. We are. I mean, we are in kind of like a generational shift in a yes, sense. Yes. Uh, I mean, Williams a couple of years ago, Robin, mm-hmm. and you know now these two, both Sean and Norm, both the cancer, and it's just like God. There's stop it. there's clearly clearly a shift. And it, it probably is just me being like, well, you know, the comedy I grew up on is better than the comedy nowadays type thing. Well, but, yeah, it's probably some of that. Yeah. Not that they're not good nowadays. Uh, where are you feeling? One, two, three, four. Two. two. He's a twoer. You've been doing, you've been doing uh, evens a lot. I, have I? Are you trying to tell me I am odd? Because there's no argument. Everyone knows. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not if I was going to tell you that, you know I would tell you. When it, when have I ever not told you? I don't know, man. You never know. Maybe it's all a front. You're telling me things to 
to make me think that you tell me things, but secretly you're thinking other things. You're like, I'm going to get that fucker one day. I'm going to drop shit on him, break his psyche, leave him in a ditch outside. Crying. Well, now I have to change my plan. Number one. Uh, welcome to the Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of game delays. Um, Honestly? Yeah. Just make another podcast and call it Game Delays. Game Delays. We put out a new episode every it's time like there's five a, minutes. Every time there's a game delay, we just put out an episode that just says, this game has now been delayed to be announced at a later date. And then that's the entire episode, and then we post it, 30 seconds, we move on. That, that's fair. You think we get more listens? <laughs> oh, yeah. I Honestly, if you want an honest answer, I do. I if do we think if we did, did like a 30-second news podcast, it's like, these are your game delays. And like, yeah, like the entire thing, the entire joke is that it's just a game delay episode. Yeah. It's like, hey, by the way, this has been delayed. This has been delayed. This has been delayed. These are the new dates or not new dates. Mm -hmm. See you when they come out. Bye. And then you could throw in if you want to get real spicy, like these are the games that have gone gold. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here's another meaningless stat for you. Yep. Oh, we have a counter podcast. We have game delays and then we have game releases. What I'm waiting for. We have game releases that I drop every week. That's just all the games when they release and then all the games as they get delayed. And then we have a game. We have another one called Game Announcements. So E3 is just an episode a minute. Yeah, <laughs> everything's getting announced. I'm curious, and maybe I hate and love this. By the way, anyway, continue. I, I'm curious, and I'm wondering if it's ever happened. You might know off the top of your head if a game has gone gold and then been delayed. Oh, I, I'd put money on it that it has. Yeah, because going gold doesn't technically mean anything. No, that's why I'm curious if it's happened. Because, like, you would assume if it happened, someone, like, you know, someone would have pointed it out and be like, oh, that's a thing. That happened. I remember when No Man's went gold, but I don't remember if it got delayed. I don't think it did. That's, like, my first one where I'm like, ooh, that'd be a good example. But that went gold and then sucked immediately, so. Yeah, it definitely wasn't delayed. Not how how going gold works. Yeah. Just means it's certified. Uh, anyways, number one, Techland's Dying Light 2 Stay Human is now slated for February 4th, 2022. Now, this isn't technically a game delay, but... Yeah, it is. It didn't have a date previously, yes, I don't it think. Did. did it? December 9th. Okay, so there's a game delay, all right? I didn't see that anywhere that I remembered, so... I, I specifically remember because it was at the time, the one game in December, and I went, perfect! That puts... I think the next one you're about to talk about in October, and then I had this, and I had a I had a gl- great lineup going. And All right, then- well, this is an episode of Fuck Nate's lineup. Uh, the survival horror game was originally announced <laughs> in 2018. Game? Can we make that game show? <laughs> <laughs> was planned release for spring 2020. The game's first delay was announced in January 2020. So it's been a series of delays. Uh, many believe this game was in development hell for a little while. So there you have it. Uh, EA delayed the release of Battlefield 2042 by a month. No. <laughs> November 19th is now the day. Dice Studio GM Oscar Gabrielson blamed the delay on COVID-19. Because what else is he going to say? Because how do you blame the delay on COVID-19 when you announced the delay months ago after not announcing anything for the longest time? And now you're just like, ah, COVID. COVID. COVID that we've been working under for the last year and a half. We need another month. Um, I feel like people are just using that as an excuse now. At this obviously. point, yes. Uh, I listen, and that's obvious. Yeah. It, oh, and that is so obvious. Oh, I love that. It's so good. Um, it's that, what that, you doing, baby? I don't like that one. I do. I love that one. I don't like that one, but th- because that one's been around for years, wow. and it's just Trevor repurposing. It's the it's the clip of the woman 
that's like watching somebody. She's like, oh, what are you? What's you doing? It's the whole thing. And then he's just now. It's almost like he's the fellow kids in it. Okay. And so now in in my head, because I've seen it for years, mm-hmm. so now it's him like fellow kids in it, and now they've adopted it. And I'm like, what? Here's a weird thing with memes, though. It's like I half of these memes. I've never seen. Yeah, which it's that's well, that's why I think that's the case that they just don't know it, and yeah. that's it's like I'm not actually mad at it, but I'm getting a little worried because they're overusing it a lot. Oh, uh, I haven't been listening. Recently. Coming to the end of the season, it's happening in every recap because it's like, oh, team that's that needs to win this and should be winning this. Yankees. What is you doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Yankees, Mets, uh, Dodgers. That like everybody's getting it, and I'm like. You can, we can't just keep using all of it. Like you're gonna you're gonna kill it anyway. That's a different, that's entirely fair. different that's discussion. Um, different podcast. I was gonna say something and I forgot. Uh, COVID nineteen delays. Oh yeah, COVID nineteen delays. So obviously they're still gonna keep happening. Like delays are just going to keep happening. I don't know that it necessarily needs to be acknowledged that like COVID is the reason, especially now. And this is a weird circumstance where like I'm almost not okay with COVID being the reason because they've been developing for so long on this game and they had been going at this point through a year and a half of COVID so that you're going to tell me you need one more month because of COVID. Like that doesn't, it, something about that just doesn't seem exactly correct to me. I obviously know that's not the exact reason. I know um, there's another reason that they're just not going to publicly say. But when's Call of Duty releasing? Uh, October. I wonder if they're trying to avoid stuff like nothing's in November. So they're like, oh, let's just delay it and put it out in November. And then we'll we'll be away from everyone else. Theories. We're theory crafting over here because they have ulterior motives. And we know it because it's EA and they're schemers. They're little dirty schemers. What about Titanfall two? What about what about what about what about? I don't know. I got nothing else. Frostbite. You know, making their studios use the same engine to save money. That's designed for first person shooters. What about um, FIFA Ultimate Team? Oh, that didn't make it in here. We can talk about that for a hot second. Uh, FIFA Ultimate Team has previews now on their on their uh, loot boxes, so there's that. Still has the loot boxes though. Yo, I can only talk so much over here. Really yeah, bad. I know, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it doesn't. I couldn't find it fast enough. To, okay, I think it's end of October though. All right. Well, so yeah, maybe they maybe that's the ulterior slash secret motive is let's get away from call of duty Uh, that Um, feels right it it feels like like, it feels like it's something you would want to do but at the same time like i mean there's nothing that i can think of that's really coming out in november that would compete for their time so like moment no maybe they're like hoping to get longer legs that way yeah i mean 19th is kind of a nice date uh only because next the week after that is the thanksgiving break that a bunch of people take oh my god maybe i'll go do black friday this year just so you know, just the flex. Because <laughs> I've been, you a, wanna, I, you I didn't do it last year. Because I was like, there, I'm there, absolutely not. Like, there I'm, really wasn't one either. Though, yeah. Kind of. You want to both do it? We'll both walk into our former employment and then just, yeah, just, just real quick, just, uh, and then flex. walk up to the first manager we see that we both know and just, eh. 
I'm out of here. And we'd get so out. much enjoyment out of it. They'd all just be like, what the fuck? Yeah, they'd be like, like what, what's wrong with you? And be like, fuck you, nerd. I'm out of here. Uh, no, anyway. Yeah, uh, so, times. yeah, the COVID-19, getting back to initially what the whole conversation yeah. was. COVID-19, this is a game where I'm like, I'm not okay with it being delayed. Other ones that have been delayed like since the beginning of COVID, I'm kind of okay with because they, they were thrown into the question of like not being used to it. But you decided to, this one specifically, w- waited a year and a half into it and then dropped a release date. And then went, eh, actually, we need another month. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. You've be- you sh- you should have either already known or had an idea. Um, like I've had, using COVID as an excuse at this point is annoying to me. Kind of. It's still going to keep happening for another year, probably. Um, and I don't mean like the existence of the, the virus or anything like that. Or I mean using it as an excuse for... It's like using daylight savings time as an excuse. For being late? For just fucking up. Like, I'm okay with the daylight savings time thing. Like, the morning of the next day. Like, when it flips. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, oh, man, daylight savings time. I kind of, like, like, screwed up. But if you use daylight savings time for the second day, <laughs> you have an issue. This is like this is like using that as an excuse a week later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Being like, bro, why were you late? Ah, daylight savings, man. I just can't like, have caught up. <laughs> there's here's the two times that using daylight savings time as an excuse is okay. The day after the clocks change, and then six months from when the clocks changed. Or like four months away, like when it clearly didn't happen, even remotely close, and you're clearly using it as a joke. Like July fourth, and you're like, "Oh man, sorry, I'm late." You know, daylight savings time, and just just so everyone goes, "Did he really just use fucking daylight savings time as a joke, <laughs> as a, as the excuse for why he's late?" Because then it's funny and it's fine, but it's only actually an excuse that day. Now at this point, where we've been long enough in COVID, I've had people like excusing others at work because they're like, "Ah oh, man, you know the." You know, COVID's kind of thrown everything. I'm like, these people have been doing these jobs for years. COVID hasn't changed their ability to do the job. COVID has changed their ability to not come back from the fucking vacation they all took, building goddamn planes and sailing on boats instead of doing the work they were supposed to be doing. Wow, I did not do COVID, right? No, neither did I. I have a lot of, I have more than enough land to build a plane on. Yeah, we could have like built a castle or something. We should have dug a moat. Ooh. Redirect all that water that pools there into the moat. You can have a little moat. Either that or actually build a full blitzball course. Also, it would be interesting. Whole stadiums. Lights. Okay. Not seats. Just enough for the lights. Put a backstop up. Fence the whole thing. Easy. Okay. Okay. And then if you build it, no one will play on it, and I'll have a baseball field in my yard for no reason. It'll be a good time. I mean, people would look at it and be like, what's that guy up to? I'd, I'd make the call to somebody to show up. You know who's getting called. He ventures up here enough. Okay. He's getting the call. All right. All Fucking right. ring, ring. Pick up the phone. Ring, ring, banana phone. Do, 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 do. Sousaphone? Saxophone! You know that you, you know that routine? Know. You don't know that routine? Bro, I don't. Oh, my God. My memory. Why do I hang out with older people? They're all so stupid. <laughs> my memory is like. Goldfish or. I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but 
it basically sucks ass. <laughs> Try to think of a good analogy. I don't know. Ass sucking? Is that an analogy? It's, uh, it's uh, you know, if it, if it, I, it's like five minutes. It's basically my retention. I can't remember what I did yesterday. I ha- I have that moment when I get to work. I'll go, wait. Or I, I've, you know, you're driving. Can I just, re- can I recall the last five minutes? Yeah. It's like, what uh, no. I walked downstairs in my house. And I'm like, why did I come down here? Oh, I've done that. I've, I've gotten up out of my desk, off my desk and like walk towards the bathroom Get to the bathroom. Like I didn't need to use the bathroom. Why the fuck am I in here? <laughs> like I clearly came down here for something. All right, number two. IKEA announced that it is releasing a new collection of furniture for people who play games. This is this is a confused face happening because everyone on Battle Stations uses IKEA furniture. <laughs> well, IKEA is just now realizing that. <laughs> uh, the new line of furniture is aiming for release globally in October. The products are said to include gaming desks, chairs, and accessories. IKEA has created the line in collaboration with gaming hardware company Republic of Gamers, which is honestly probably one of the dirtiest resorts you'd ever go to, and is emphasizing its offerings as economical alternatives to existing options. Uh, that means in about October, November, we should take a trip to Ikea. Yeah. And just see. There's a photo. Um, I'm kind of curious. I mean, they have the chairs. I'm curious about the chair situation. Um, and it looks like a lot of their stuff they have now, but in black or like a gunmetal color. No, oh, of course. Yeah. You know, gamer colors. I feel bad because I, I have a friend who's getting back into PC gaming. And he was asking about like uh, desks stuff because he's like, I feel like all the desks I've seen uh, look flimsy and, but they're expensive. Yeah. And I was like, I literally just sent him R slash battle stations. Yeah. And I was like, if you hate money and he's like, he like texted me a couple minutes later and he was like, like my God, basically. Yeah. And then he's like, asked me what, you know, what should I get? Like, what do you think? And I was like, honestly, Ikea is the best, but I feel bad because I was like, you know, I have the Girton desk. It's, it's real wood, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's fairly cheap. You just refinish it yourself. They fucking discontinued it. Uh, the one thing going back to, I have an Ikea desk as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at one point, what I think I am going to end up doing is swapping my top. Mm-hmm. My top is technically hollow. Yeah. And I'm going to go f- like full butcher slab. Yeah. You get them for like a hundred something bucks. Yeah. Which is what I recommend to him. I was like, if I was like, keep an eye on like, you know, an eye out for a butcher block counter on sale and yeah. you can just chop it yeah you can either chop it or a lot of them run it probably come in the size you want anyway i'm a very specific size because of how much i have on my desk this is a 72 inch desk by 27 deep which is a butcher block measurement and like just going to just going to like a home depot or a lowe's and just getting the slab and being done with it but nice nice anyway that's that. yeah interesting i'm curious to see yeah, I mean, if you PC game, man, upgrading the desk setup is the whole a thing. huge quality of life improvement. It's a, it's a quality of life thing. It's also just like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a task. It is definitely a task. I mean, I did this whole thing alone. Mm-hmm. And that was a adventure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Anyways, I guess we should probably move along. It's actually a lot of shit. 
Uh, number three. Oh, a lot of shit this week. There's nothing much going on, but well, we should get moving. I mean, it's there's a lot going on. I'm not, it's not necessarily like Good. entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll move. We'll move till we get to the thing I'm excited for. Epic versus Apple, not round that, 52. Not that one. Uh, Epic Games filed a notice of appeal to the U.S. Court of Appeals. Uh, the company plans to appeal, quote, the final judgment and all all orders leading to or producing that judgment, end quote. Uh, this includes the permanent injunction preventing Apple from blocking links to external payment options, probably so Epic can push for an even stricter ruling. So there you go. It continues. As we predicted last time we talked about this. Last week? Two weeks ago? Yeah. It has reached... Uh, oh, yeah. No shit. Yeah. Also, it's just funny. Um, oh, my God. Why did I, I... Never mind. I blanked. I blanked. It's fine. You all right? We've been doing that a lot today. A lot going on in the old skull. The crickets are very loud. That <laughs> <laughs> reminds me. Uh, oh, it was the beginning of your of the statement. Epic Games filed a notice of appeal to the U.S. Court of Appeals. What else do you think the U.S. Court of Appeals gets filed? You know, normally in a normal world, I would say that is a good question. But this is America. <laughs> So, exactly. Who fucking knows? <laughs> probably some crazy shit. Anyone know where I filed this notice of an appeal? They uh, probably handle, Walmart? like, counterfeit oranges or some shit as well. What is this, Wall Street? <laughs> is, that a, mean, is that a reference to the movie Wall Street? Because that's where I went with it. Which Wall Street? Uh, which movie are you talking about? Eddie Murphy and... Um, uh, that movie is called, um, is it not, it's not Wall Street, is it? It's not. It's, uh, that's a great fucking movie though. And yes, it was. So congratulations. <laughs> All right. You know, uh, what the hell is that movie called? It's him and Dan Aykroyd, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, oh my God, that's gonna, this is gonna drive me nuts. It's not trading places. It is trading. It's, is it trading places? I because I it was it trading places because it was a double entendre that there were traders. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Traders, and then they traded places. And then they traded he places. was like a, Eddie Murphy was like a homeless guy. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I thought they were gonna remake it a while ago, and I was like, yeah, it's trading places. All right, hell yeah, yeah. I'm ha- I'm happy I got the reference to trading places. Yeah, that's a good. I don't. I fucking love that movie. I don't know why. Really, I don't know, it's, it's a good. It's, it's a good, good movie. But... It's also weird when you th- think about the fact that. uh What's her name's in it? Um, Jimmy Lee Curtis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just like wait, what? And she's like, and those two are also the old. The two old guys are almost basically Sadler and Waldorf. Yeah, <laughs> they really are. Oh my god! I'm just happy I got that reference. Anyway, number four, Google Stadia director for games Jack Busser Booser <laughs> has I don't know. Booster has moved over. Jack B has moved over to the firm's cloud team, according to ZDNet. His new title is director of global gaming solutions at Google Cloud. Uh, he joined Google Stadia as director for games at the beginning of 2016, which I believe was also when they f- were created. Uh, prior to the position, he held executive roles at several PlayStation divisions, including PlayStation Now and PlayStation Home. So, as you can see, everything he touches dies. Very successful. 
Very successful. <laughs> I always love that when you see some of those guys where it's just like, oh, man. Because it was the same thing with like Amy Henning for a while. You're just like, oh, it, please stop touching things. <laughs> it's really bizarre like how, especially in like the executive suite, how like these people, their whole entire track record could be on failing products. But they, but they getting, still, yeah. it's like really you can't find anyone else. Try a new person. It's not like you're any likely to like, you know, any more likely to fail. This guy's got a, a zero for fucking 20 track record. <laughs> this is the time he turns it around, though. Yeah, right. We'll take the sports angle. <laughs> he's he's due for a hit any moment here. Uh, this is good. You know what I'm realizing now that I'm thinking about it? This is going to be a good episode for you ranting about Ubisoft, I think. If we um, bring up Skull and fucking Bones. Oh, God damn it. Uh, this is like the Anakin Padme meme. You're yeah, not bringing really up is. skull and bones, are you? Yeah, and you're just staring at me like Anakin. Um, Funcom number five. Funcom, Funcom <laughs> announced the acquisition of Cabinet Group, the IP holding company behind Conan, Solomon Kane, Mutant Year Zero, and dozens of other properties. As part of the Solomon deal, Kane? I don't know. It's, that was a movie, wasn't it? That was Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Solomon Cain. Why is that? It's close It's enough. a Bible reference, isn't it? Well, Solomon's a Bible name. So it's Cain. Cain is, well, but not spelled that way. Cain in that story, Cain and Abel is C-A-I-I. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, where you just randomly murder your brother? Sister? Brother. Yeah, you just kill people. This is usually where I sing there's five constipated men of the Bible song, but I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> there was Cain. I, he wasn't able. Oh, that whole joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also just love the moment where you're like, and this is usually where I would, as if as if we bring up Cain and Abel all the time, and you're like, oh, it's yeah, hap- I know for a fact I've done it before on the show. <laughs> I know for a fact. Um, There's Noah. He filled the ark. Uh, <laughs> anyways, Cabinet Group will be folded into Heroic Signatures, a joint venture, Funcom, and Cabinet had set up in 2018 specifically to license the later's library of IP for video games. Okay, so it makes sense. Just consolidation. Yeah. Number six. How did I end up with it? <laughs> this Damn. isn't it? Oh, this isn't it. Oh, even better. <laughs> Number six. Ubisoft is working on a new driver project. But guess what it is? It's a new driver project. What the fuck? What type of project it is? Uh, does it have Jason Statham? The publisher has announced that Ubisoft Film and Television no, is working on a live-action show based on the open-world driving games. As with past games in the series, it will focus on the undercover agent and ex-race car driver John Tanner as he tries to take down a crime syndicate. The franchise has not been seen on consoles since 2011's Driver San Francisco, with the most recent release being a free-to-play mobile game, Driver Speedboat Paradise which focuses entirely on, uh, you guessed it, boats. The Driver Show will be released exclusively on Binge.com. Anybody? No? All right. Uh, A new streaming platform announced at E3 2021 that will, quote, showcase original premium content inspired by the most popular video game worlds and content creators, end quote. Uh, The platform is expected to launch in 2022. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, that's rare. never yeah, the case. Good. Good sidekick. Pumping you out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to. 
Was Jason Statham not in a Driver movie? He was, I thought. Movie called Driver? Like early 2000s? I thought so, but maybe we're just like, what's that when like there's like a group memory that's not true? There's like a word for it. Because he was in all those fucking Transporter movies. Oh, God, Transporter, yeah. Maybe we're like, like, you know how like, you know what I'm talking about? Like the Bernstein Bears thing. The Bernstein Bears thing? Yeah, you know the Bernstein Bears books? I mean, I know the books, yeah. Uh, like people think it was it was spelled a certain way, and it wasn't. Oh, because people always would usually say Berenstein Bears, I right? That's know, the joke, something like that. Yeah, because it isn't it. Uh, well, we'll do it. <laughs> I mean, b b e r n s t like Bernstein b e r n s t e i n. I uh, I believe so. Berenstein. See, it's it's that's so you. You're spelling it the way that everyone thinks it's spelled, but it's not. But it's is it Berenstein? It's Stain. Berenstain. Yeah. Or Bernstein. Berenstain. So B E R E N S T A I N? Yes. Okay. Holy shit, no, it's even worse. The driver movie was fucking That's right. No, wait, no, that's just Drive. Wait, no, 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 that's just Drive. I don't want Drive. I was like, wait a second. That Drive's got an 10-year anniversary with uh, Ryan Gosling. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. No, that's that's, no, that's the drive. That's the same thing I find. Okay, so I'm not seeing one. Well, anyways, 
Ubisoft. It's probably Transporter, which is basically Drive anyway. That's true. It's basically is. Um, yeah, Ubisoft, another TV show. Great. How about you release the first one? Got him. Number seven. Since we're on the topic of shows, Deadline reported that actor Anthony Mackie will play the lead role in a live-action Twisted Metal TV show. He is set to portray John Doe in the production, who is described as a man searching for community. Sony Television and PlayStation Productions is developing the half-hour series. Uh, Mackie will also serve as executive producer. Uh, Twisted Metal is described as an action comedy about a, quote, motormouth outsider, end quote, who has a chance at a better life if he's successful in delivering a package while surviving vehicular combat. Uh, Twisted Metal joins Sony's other ongoing live-action projects, Ghost of Tsushima, The Last of Us, and Uncharted. I don't know how that's going to turn out. That's got to turn out like not terrible, good, right? Yeah. yeah. I all right. Hot take. Okay. I don't know if it's really a hot take because it's so old, and especially like, potentially for this podcast, might just be a take. I n- never saw the appeal of twisted metal. I saw the appeal of like sitting around a couch and playing, but that was it, really. Like a good local co-op game, but after that, like who gave a shit? Yeah. But that's that's a you know that's a me problem. Clearly, apparently, if they're making a TV series out of it. Apparently, Anthony Mackie is, like, hardcore about it. Why does it seem like it's going to be similar to Death Race? Because and Death that's Ra- the thing. And Death Race 2, Escape from Prison, or whatever. That's the, the whatever problem the the with Twisted Metal, and, like, it's, like... I mean, Twisted Metal was obviously so... Yeah, if you do something similar, like, all that shit seems the same, yeah. like... I can't wait till they actually make a Mario Kart movie rated R. If we're being totally honest about make a rated R movie, Mario Kart game or Mario Kart movie, it'd be like Death Race, except make it with the characters and it's like dark. Like That's Luigi's, like a robot chicken episode. Like Bowser is paying off other drivers to kill other drivers. <clears throat> I feel like, like that's a you, robot chicken episode. It probably is, but, I, but I'm like picturing you get hit with a blue shell and you might die. I mean, yeah, that'd be great. Or be like in severe pain. So the second race is like not right away, and or it is right away. It is a matter of who lived and Luigi's got a cocaine problem. Okay. Number eight. Like, nah. And Mario's like a just this like abusive drunk plumber. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he's an alcoholic, abusive plumber. Yeah. And Peach is always running away. Oh, constantly. To to escape him? Yeah. Oh, my God. Where but to Bowser. Rod something. Who was just an un, unknown to her, another drug lord. Yeah, like, he's, like, just, like, this... What if he's the king... What if, he, what if he's the king drug lord? Yeah. But like Mario's just or... a dealer. So he doesn't actually, like, get his hands dirty. Mario does, which is why she's running away from him to go be with him, because it looks like the better Did idea. I feel like he also has to be alcoholic. Like, just your typical, like... Bowser? Mario. Oh, yeah, Bowser's yeah, just got to yeah, yeah. be, like, the yeah, dude. Yeah, no, he's... Like, the, the wearing a suit all the time. Yeah, yeah he's like, the guy that's in drug the... Lord, he's like the guy that's on, like, yeah, the, on, the, head. on the island doing the, oh, I want black dynamite dead. He's doing yeah, that. Exactly. All right. Well, we're in the same I'm glad we fleshed that out. Nintendo, just give us a call. And then uh, after this, we're going to make a movie called Game Pass. It's going to be a lot like Free Guy, but Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> now, back to Ubisoft. 
You're getting all the good Wait, ones. how did I get both? Ubi? Fucking you, oh, I hope you son of a bitch. The, I hope you end up with the third one, too. <laughs> I'm, oh, we'll see. Uh, now, uh, back to Ubisoft. Ubisoft seems to be getting the Blizzard treatment, as in a lot of their employees are leaving to start their own projects. Not the other version of that treatment. Yeah. They already, had, they already had that. Yeah, they went through that. Amazon Games Montreal has hired former Ubisoft Toronto Managing Director Alexandra Parizzo. Parizzo? Parizzo. As its new studio head, he will be leading the studio's debut title, a competitive multiplayer AAA game based on a new IP. All right, Amazon Games, let's get one game out. Why are they all new competitive shooters? Out. New World's still not out. No. Besides for New World, every other game has been a competitive shooter. And has crashed and failed. Yeah. Also, this is based on a new IP, so it's not even the Lord of the Rings game either. So, Which that was canceled. Yeah, exactly. So, like, all right, great. Killing it. Doing great. Uh, and Digital Bros, the owner of 505 Games, has announced the co-ownership of a new studio, Nesting Games. Nesting Games was founded by many former Ubisoft developers who worked on titles like Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and Immortals Phoenix Rising. Quote, we want to go back to creating RPGs that are focused on immersion, great characters, powerful storytelling, and strong gameplay. We are moving away from the massive open world model full of icons to clean up and returning to experiences that are content driven and ultimately respect the player's time. End quote. I love so, that shot straight across. That, that is literally a straight across starboard, whatever scatter shot into the side of the boat. But with a question of you say that having made one, two, three, four of those games, I was waiting for the, Oh, we've also done this game. So we have an idea of what that means. I see it as like, they've done so many that are like, wow, fuck this. <laughs> Oh, for sure. I, I get that same vibe. But all the games that we just mentioned are those games. So it's not like I was getting a developer that's like, we really like what Uncharted had done, so here we go. Yeah. Or Tomb Raider or whatever. Splinter Cell. Pretty good RPG game, don't you think, former Ubisoft dev? Wow. Heated. Uh Man, I get the shitty ones. Um, number nine, Communications Workers of America is accusing Activision Blizzard of illegal, illegal union busting tactics. Slap another one on there, why don't you? According to a complaint before the National uh, Labor Relations off, Board. Man, who could have saw this coming, right? <laughs> Communication Workers of America has accused Activision Blizzard of, quote, repeatedly engaging in unlawful conduct, end quote. The union said that Activision quote, has threatened employees that they cannot talk about or communicate about wages, hours, and working conditions, end quote. Yeah, so add another one to the list, I guess. Yeah, I mean, again, not surprising. I think every company tries union-busting tactics. Just a matter uh, of if you get caught or not. Yep. Number 10, speaking of, Activision Blizzard has announced that it has named Julie Hodges as Chief People Officer and Sandeep Dub. Yeah, as chief commercial officer. Oh, by the way, there's a thing going on uh, up north. I hate everybody. Motorcycle thing? No, snowmobile thing. Snowmobile racing? Yep. Snowmobile racing. I bet. I I wonder how many. No, nah, it's probably pretty common in the U.S. Yeah, I'd, I'd assume so. 
The publisher said that the hiring of these two senior executives is to help, quote, build a more inclusive workplace as well as diversify and grow its revenue, end quote. Hodges previously served as senior vice president, corporate HR and compensation, benefits and talent acquisition at the Walt Disney Company. That is a lot of things. At the Walt Disney Company, too. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, we want to make more money by making people feel like they're included. Let's get someone from Disney. Known for inclusion. (laughs) And not exploiting a mouse. As chief people officer, she will be replacing Claudia Naughton, who is departing from Claudine Naughton, sorry, who is departing from the publisher prior to his new position. Doob, 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 was senior vice president of revenue at Delta Airlines. As chief commercial officer, he will be fulfilling a role that was vacant after Armin Zerza was named CFO earlier this year. Hey, you know what? Let's look at the bright side. At least they're cycling some new people in. Cycling some new people out. Or old people out. Yep. So. Works for me. Cool, I guess. Don't really know if I'll I'll see any of those. Yeah. Like, you know. Won't really make a difference to us, but. Yeah. Hopefully internally it does. Yep. Okay. Always look on the bright. Mm-hmm. Number 11. THQ Nordic celebrated their 10-year anniversary by holding a showcase where they announced six games and showed some more of a couple games. So some more shit on there of a couple games. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Thanks. Uh, all right, so Destroy All Humans Reprobed. Uh, Destroy All Humans 2 is a full remake of the original game in Unreal Engine 4. And will add and improve features, obviously. Um, the game is being developed by Black Forest Games, who relaunched the Destroy All Humans franchise in 2020. And is in development for PC, PS5, and Xbox Series. Good for them. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake. When the mysterious fortune teller Cassandra grants SpongeBob and Patrick wishes, the two unintentionally open up portals to strange wish worlds. It's coming to PC, PlayStation, Nintendo, Switch, and Xbox One. Uh, fun fact. I, so I'm excited about a new SpongeBob game just because I think, I think this is probably a result of the the rehydrated selling well for Bikini Bottom. Yeah. Um, I I wish they had done a gameplay thing as well just to show some type of idea of like what mm-hmm. the gameplay loop is because the trailer doesn't show anything. And I'm no, like... It's a weird art style. Well, it's an, a weird art style, but it's in line with what they're showing for the Nickelodeon fighting game they're making. Mm. They're very similar. And I'm like, I don't know that I like either of these. And I need... If the gameplay plays like um, Curse of the Flying Dutchman, uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom, and spongebob the movie then then i'm fine with it because it's still all they're all in the same vein but with more stuff to do in it they're all cool and fun uh if it's something entirely new then they need to show it early to get people into a correct mindset going in yeah uh also un unconfirmed because okay. i didn't pay attention cassandra i believe was the name of king neptune's not neptune Somebody's daughter in the SpongeBob movie. I believe Cassandra was there. She was the daughter of, I think, King Neptune. Anyway, that's a that's a 2003 reference that I'm trying to pull out of my hey, head. Maybe it's like uh, maybe you're on something there. Right, maybe you got some story clues going. Oh, on. I just don't remember her being a mysterious fortune teller. Well, maybe she's faking it. 
Outcast 2, a new beginning. 20 years after the events of the first game, Adelpha finds itself under threat of invasion. A ruthless robot army is exploiting the planet and, and is enslaving and even killing the people. Organize the resistance, rescue the people, and get rid of the invaders. Outcast, Outcast 2 is developed by the original team behind the first Outcast adventure, Appeal Studios from Belgium. Got some Avatar vibes. Yes, very much so. Uh, for some reason, watching Except for some reason, weird aliens have a rave made me really uncomfortable. Yeah, and Jake Sully had working legs, which was weird. Yeah, and like an energy shield and shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like what, what? Who do you think you are, Master Chief? Yeah, looked like the old jackal shields from. Yeah, Halo. yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, shoot him right through the middle. And make yeah, sure you take out those yeah. snipers. Yep. Damn. I rifles. always used like to go for the arm hole. The oh hole yeah, I would do that too. Yeah, yeah. Either that, or I would get real fun and just shoot their feet. Yeah, their feet, or just run up and hit them with a the fucking. You know, yeah, no, that gun. was always fun too. Ha ha! You think you're gonna shoot? Because Master Chief has a left handed god. Yes. Strong boy. Uh, <laughs> randomly, randomly throw a Halo conversation in. <laughs> Jagged Alliance 3. The player takes command of a mercenary organization in the fictional country of Grand Chien. And land is thrown into chaos after brutal paramilitary forces, uh, force known as the Legion takes over. Uh, Jagged Alliance 3 will combine tactically deep turn-based combat with an exploration of a large game world with strategic elements, including gaining control over territories, training local forces, and establishing multiple squads chosen from beloved mercenaries. Coming to PC, uh, Jagged Alliance 3 will also feature a co-op multiplayer mode. Ah, I mean, hey. Yeah. I, I was intrigued just from the, the you know, XCOM, Jagged Alliance, uh, Empire of Sin, all the, all the tactical combat like that wasteland i'm always intrigued by it but every time i end up not finishing the game yeah i can see that um super power three you son of a bitch what <sighs> nothing we'll get there eventually do you see it yeah i didn't cl- i didn't click it but i saw it which is enough for me mm, spicy <laughs> <laughs> Superpower 3, in this grand strategy game set in the contemporary world, your goal is to lead your chosen nation to world domination or to master special scenarios. Players take control of the economy, politics, diplomacy, uh, social development, military strategy, and more. I I was, like, intrigued, but at the same time, like, I feel like there's a bunch of games that already kind of do this that I'm not going to be, you know, like, whatever about this one. I think I'll go on record. I think the next game that I'm going to buy is going to be a strat like quote strategy slash building. It's gonna be kind of a joke when I say it, but like I was debating on doing. Uh, at one point, I was gonna do uh, Cartel Tycoon. Yeah, I raved about that one, but I played so much of the demo, I'm kind of out. Okay. Um, Empire of Sins in there as well, mm-hmm. but I own that already, so I'm gonna maybe play some of that. The one that I'm looking at, and we've talked about this before, but it's Two Point Campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have. High aspirations for that, and that might be my next, like, I'm going to jam to two-point campus. I feel like you kind of alluded heavily to the fact that you were going to get Two-point hospital was a lot of fun for the little bit I played it, but now that they're going to go to campus, I feel like I'm going to like it a little bit more than the hospital. There you go. I think, but we'll see. Uh, MX versus ATV Legends. I wrote nothing about this game, so 
Uh, but it's coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. I'm, I'm. It's cool to see a new MX versus ATV game again. THQ Nordic doing what they do best and tugging on your heartstrings and memories of yore. Yeah. MX versus ATV was huge when I was a kid. We jammed out to some tracks that Matt had weird feelings about emotionally. Oh well, it's the music. I mean, it's if you are a child of the mid to late eighties maybe even the early, early 90s, but uh, and you go and watch that any of that footage, you will hear music that you're like, I forgot this existed, and this is giving weird nostalgia feelings right now, and it's bringing up weird memories. Yeah. It's just strange, okay? <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's the whole thing. I mean, we, we saw pictures of early Godsmack. Yep. And you're like, that's not them. <laughs> Boxcar Racer. Yeah. Whole lot of... Whole, whole lot of stuff that I forgot existed. Whole whole genres of music, I feel like, that don't even exist anymore. That's true. Um, what else did they show? They showed Elax 2. Uh, it was a new story trailer. That was... I mean, yep, they showed it. Uh, they showed Expeditions Rome uh, development team overview. I feel like that might be a you thing. You know what? It's kind of in the same vein as this whole strategy thing you were talking about with you, where I see it. I'm like, that looks interesting. I think I'd like that. And I play it and I never finish it. Yeah. You're like, all right, I'm out of act one. And that's the end of the game for me. Yeah. Yep. What do you mean? There's seven more acts. You nah. just kind of like walk away from it. And then you just like never come back. Yeah. Like I'm five. I'm maybe eight hours into Empire of Sin. I think is where my save file is. And I'm like, that was four months ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and finally, of uh, something of interest, THQ Nordic tweeted that they have 42 games in development. 28 still unannounced after the showcase. Fucking THQ Nordic, man. Well, they own half the world. Yeah, and they're so. still buying. They own the other half of the world that Tencent hasn't bought yet. Yeah, and then at some point, THQ Nordic's going to get bored and buy Tencent. That would be whack. You imagine that story? That calling, it, be... calling it here so you can phone it in when I'm right. Uh, now for some questionable things that we didn't write full paragraphs on. Microsoft has announced that its xCloud service, officially known as Xbox Cloud Gaming and Xbox Remote Play, are now available to everyone with the Xbox app on Windows 10 or 11. Um, What? What? I, I have nothing on the... I, like clearly, you still have to clearly have a service, right? For Microsoft? Yeah. Yeah, it's just out of beta, essentially. Oh, okay. Right. Um... So I almost read that as like it's free now, and I was like, "That's no way." That's no, right. no, no, no. I think just, the, I think remote play is free, but that's because obviously, if you own the Xbox already, that's playing it somewhere. But I feel like this was just kind of like a stamp of like, yeah, it's out, even though it's been out really. Cause yeah, it's just been like an open, open beta. beta. Yeah. Um, did you see the next one at all? Do you want me to go over it? Uh, is this the potential leak of the new cards that are? No, no, I didn't. Not that it's a server. All right, so because the new cards are what? Oh, Lovelace or whatever that the there's been a couple reference, of them. the reference architecture is or something. There's been a couple of them. This one is a so there was a someone went poking around in a GeForce Now server, um, and they found a oh, that's right, massive now. list of software the, and games. The PlayStation stuff. Yes. Okay. There yes. was a there was a whole slew of shit. Um, the reason why. It's in here and not focused on is because I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Well, NVIDIA already also poo-pooed it. Yeah, and NVIDIA came out with a statement saying that it's all just basically fake, which makes 100% sense. Like, 
if you're developing software or a service like this, you need dummy data to test it and to populate it to make sure it works. And that's essentially what they did was they filled it with thing speculative games they said so like yeah half-life 2 remaster um a bunch of playstation exclusives that are coming out on pc just stuff yeah it's stuff that you tell devs when you go hey we just need placeholder titles just make up something but they need to kind of be unique so we can identify where they are when something goes wrong or whatever yeah and it's all the devs going all right (laughs) Uh, here's our wish list yeah half-life three (laughs) man can you imagine and so that's just them making their own jokes essentially Uh, yeah. Number three, Sony has released the PS5 update that enables the M.2 SSD expansion slot. And right now, if you want to, available at Best Buy is the Fire Cuda 4 terabyte NVMe S2 <laughs> M2 drive that costs uh, about $1,000. Got him. Although uh, I, I do know of a couple people who jumped on getting um, Western Digital black drives. Yeah, but those are cheap. Yeah. Those are cheap and they don't max out the Gen 4 slot. Yeah, fire the speed requirements are kind of not pedestrian, but they're they're not. The fire Cuda maxes out the slot capability. Yeah, like, but what Sony's like minimum speeds yeah, minimum, are, yeah, yeah. are pretty like generous. They are the Western Digital Black's like ninety. Like my buddy and I were talking about this at work the other day. It's kind of like at a ninety-five percent of the speed capacity. The it's other, got like the other one was like ninety-eight, and then. A fire cuda is basically 100 percent run. It's like diminishing returns at that point. Yeah, yeah, you're so close; it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and you're paying like a stupid amount of money for it. Yeah, but the fire cuda, man. Love you, Seagate. Give me a fire cuda. (laughs) Give me a fire cuda, and then praise the engineer salesman you had at the booth two years ago that was telling me about him. Number four, former Capcom USA CEO Kichiro Urata has joined Sony Interactive Entertainment as the new SVP. What is... Senior Vice Senior President. Vice President, okay. I see S, and a lot of times it's Secure Vice President at this mm-hmm. point. And the head of Japan Asia Partner Development and Relations Division. So, hey, new person. Number five, Warner Bros. Games announced that David Hewitt has been appointed as studio head and vice president of Monolith Productions. Previously as director of the program development at fucking Sony Santa Monica. God, I don't care. Number six, composer Composer Marty O'Donnell has been found in contempt of court over sharing compositions from the first Destiny game violating terms of a previous lawsuit. Man, who would have thought? Destiny is in hot water. Number seven, Sir Clive. Sir. Clive Sinclair has died at the age of 81. Sinclair is best known in gaming as the inventor of the ZX Spectrum home computer in 1982. The Spectrum sold more than 5 million systems in its 10-year lifespan, and more than 2,000 games were developed for it. Which, we take is a a lot, which is a lot of games. I was going to say, 1982 to 1992 sold 5 million and 2,000 games developed for it. That's insane. That That is insane with that context. And uh, number eight, I refuse to read, and I'll let Matt tell you. Uh, a well-known leaker, uh, dropped oh, yeah. some, I, I forgot they're French. Yeah. I don't know. Dropped some <laughs> skull and well, bones. Obviously it's Ubisoft. They're French. That's the, you did a, you did a joke without knowing it. Yeah. Uh, my life's a joke without knowing it. Uh, no, leaked we, some we, skull and bone ship world and gameplay details. Matt, we know that. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, I figured it would be fun to, uh, rip through them. Is this game news or show news? This is potential game news. This is kind of rumor. I mean, let's be fair. 
they're both potentially potentially existing. So I'm gonna I want to rip through some of the tweets and then get some some opinions. And this is just gonna be random shit. Uh, in Skull and Pones, there are five tiers of ships: small, medium, large, etc., and are categorized in the three different categories: categories, cargo, combat, and exploration. Unlocking ships are tied to blueprints, which you can buy at different settlements. Uh, buying a blueprint isn't the only hurdle, though, as you'll need the right amount of resources, just such as wood, metal, and fiber to build your ship. A bigger ship doesn't mean a better ship either. Smaller ships are more nimble and can go where bigger ships can't. Uh, as an example, a smaller ship might outrun a bigger ship by staying close to the shore or going up to a river, going up a river. Uh, bigger ships can get beached on the bottom of shallows. Mm. Ships have predetermined amount of cannons, but you can upgrade and add like uh, ballistas, flamethrowers, mortars, blah, blah, blah. You can upgrade your ship at any time, granted you have the money to do so. Adding extra armor, adding smeltery, smelt, smelt, smelteries, whatever those are, smelting. Uh, storage boxes, a um, lot of customization. The game is open world and seems to be set in the Indian Ocean with the fictional pirate haven being based on Madagascar. The coast of Azania is a location on the map, which I guess that's a real place. You start the game as a nobody building a raft and then eventually a small fishing boat where you can then explore the open sea. You collect quests, increase your pirate rep, and collect resources to get your first pirate ship. Uh, player progression is currently tracked by the amount of money you earn via doing jobs, raiding other ships, plundering settlements, raiding fortresses, and doing cargo runs. The more money you make as a pirate, the more powerful you become. Uh, ship perspective is pretty similar. Ship perspective is pretty similar to the 2018 gameplay, just small changes. While on land, it's third person. That's a good reference. Everybody remembers what that was like. I know, right? Uh, while on land, it's third person, and you can only walk on foot in safe havens and hideouts. Uh, there's no combat, parkour, or anything special to walking as the captain other than to meet NPCs. Uh, overall, the game isn't near completion, but is reported <laughs> but is reported to be in a decent spot with a lot of good combat. The middle of the map is a big open sea, and it can take some good AFK time to sail across. Oh, great. What I love. All right, so... Uh, I don't I don't even... it. The last two made its, its own joke. I don't need to comment on this at all. As you expected? Oh, fuck yeah. No surprises whatsoever, right? No. no if anything, just confirmation of my disappointment. Yeah. I didn't they're, even... They're already not learning what they should do. Yeah. And it sounds like it's going to be ripe for microtransactions. Like really, oh, 110%. If you buy resources, you can... You give me 20 more dollars, I'll give you an extra cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want you want that ship faster? Just buy the blueprint from me. Yeah. Have you heard of Star Citizen? Actually, if you buy this pack, you'll get the blueprint and all the resources you need to make that ship. Yeah, yeah that'd be the other kick. They'll give you the blueprint, but no resources. Uh, oh, dude, have you heard of our battle pass, though? <laughs> Where at level 100 of the battle pass, we give you the most broken ship we've made this so far. Only cost you 20 bucks and a lot of time to get there. Got him. Yeah, so that's fun. I hate when I'm right sometimes. Ubisoft, man. 
They're just like I feel like they are just like they have like a mini gun or like some type of fully automatic weapon and they are just like fucking laser locked on their own foot. Just like gotta kill it. There's I would say there's that option or they have a mini gun that they're trying to hit a target from three miles away. That's they're like, like we know what the target is, but we chose the wrong weapon to get there. I mean, with all these game delays, that's like every game developer at this point. <laughs> no, but I mean, like they're they're not even hitting the they don't they pick the they're wrong. not even pointing in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, they picked the wrong weapon. They're not looking. They're blindfolded for some reason. They're just entirely they're deaf, dumb, blind kids. Like it's terrible. All right, so how many years before Ubisoft shifts away completely from making games and just becomes a production service. company for tv shows and movies never because they can't make one of those so what's either what's going to happen problem with that theory is they would have had to have released a tv show at this point so either either this stays a running joke for a very long time which is probably i'm going to rename our podcast which is probably to skull and bones talk and episodes <laughs> are going to be 30 seconds which is probably going to be the case or all of the shit they say they're working on, they release in rapid fire succession, and we're all just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, there's there's either a month where we've had a built up moment of load blowing, like October 2025. There's 30 titles out of Ubisoft and yeah. six shows that all are getting dropped in one yeah. go, and you're like, "This is what you guys have been doing? Holy shit, this is too much!" Or in 2025 in October, I'm still going to be making fun of Skull and Bones. Take a guess, Matt. Which one do you think the case is? You know what? It's too too close to, to call. A real 50-50, Matt. Anyway, it's been yeah. seven days since I've lost my mind. What have you been up to? Uh, You know, chilling. Ch- 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 chilling like a ch- chia pet. I've been playing It Takes Two with my, my uh, wife. Ah, the old We Are. Kind of a weird game when you think about the beginning. Yeah, so it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, it's just I, a game to play with your wife. Yeah, you know, when the entire thing is that you're going to get a divorce, so the kid wishes you to figure it out, and therefore a book of love makes you fall back in love by yeah. miniaturizing you to solve puzzles together. Yeah. As yarn people yeah so yeah it's good it's a good game it's fun have you got to the part with the car yet uh probably not the one you're talking what what car it's a pullback car yes okay yes did you who who drove um then did you kill i pulled back did you kill her well you you, that's the only there's really no other option well there's like a ramp and yeah yeah the ramp is just like to death well, there's the like hoop, I think. Right? And you die no matter what. Well, yeah, but you know, you got to make the hoop. <laughs> there's a giant. The floor is lava. It's not really lava, actually. The floor is ball a ball pit, oh, and if okay. you fall into the ball pit, you die. That makes sense. So I felt that, I felt like that way as a kid for the most part. Yeah. There's a lot of like fun, nifty stuff. The mini games, you know, are are quick, and I've won every single one. Suck it. Did you? Um... <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Did you ever play a way out? No. Nah. That that's one that you two should go back and play after you play this. Yeah, we might. I think uh, we we might do that. 
I had to see, go out see and how buy we're waiting, another see controller. How, oh my god, seventy dollars. Well, yeah, that's your Black Friday purchase. We were gonna. That's what we were gonna do also, on Black Friday, and you now you've cucked me. I went to. <laughs> I'm still gonna buy one because listen, <laughs> I went to every single place that sells a PlayStation controller in Utica and looking for a black controller, and no. not a single motherfucker had one. Oh uh, yeah, I bet they were probably like only sent two each, and they're you know they flew immediately. They all had white. Actually, the, a lot of them didn't even have any controllers. Oh, I believe that too, kind of. I found one place that had one red controller. Hmm. And I was like, absolutely not. And then I bought Makes the one controller just out of like, you know, I'm not leaving. I'm not going home without another controller. Right. So, uh, and that's, the, uh... that's about it for me. That's where I, that's just the way out and, um, or it takes two. And,. And that's it. Have I talked about Kenny and I playing a way out before? Uh, a little bit. Him and I played a way out, and there's uh, again a bunch of mini games, but the mini games are nowhere near as many as they are in in It Takes Two. Mm-hmm. There's uh, one where you're doing uh, uh, like dips on a bent or on an arm setup. You're just doing arm dips, okay? <laughs> and it's just how many times you know you're hitting A to to do the dips. And I would do it, and then Kenny would walk over and try to... We would just sit there. We sat in the prison yard just trying to outwork out each other for the longest time. It was a good time. It was fun. <laughs> uh, and besides, we're waiting for LEGO Star Wars anyway for our next like co-op game. Yeah, LEGO Star Wars. Need that uh, Skywalker saga. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it actually came up the other day um, at my house. I can't remember why it came up, but my mom was talking about like I was like, yeah, we played Lego Star Wars. Apple would come and play Lego Star Wars. And mom was like, oh my God, you guys did that for like the longest time. They would come home from school and just like, just. Did you go? Good news. Yeah, yeah I was like, it's good about news. to happen again. <laughs> it's coming out. Uh, it's just funny to think about like, we were like in high school, like deep in high school. So like, you know, we were teenagers and. We're so, <laughs> We were going home after school to play Lego Star Wars. Yeah, and where we are now, we're about to do the exact yeah. same thing. Oh, crazy. What have you been up to? Uh, you know, it's been a lot of the same show content and uh, uh, a little thing called WoW. I'll think of you. Uh, for some reason, I thought of there's a song that's like... A little thing called love. little thing called love. Parody. We should do a WoW parody of that. Ooh, let's not. Okay. Okay. Well, there's wait. I heard uh, there's Queen. I believe that's a little thing called love. But then there's, I believe in a thing called love. I believe in a thing called love. Just listen to the rhythm of fire. I uh, Dio. No, Dio's Rainbow in the Dark, which also great song. I'm going to play that one as, you're, as we're walking out. <laughs> uh, I but heard that's really the grapevine. Oh, grapevines. Oh, boy. Here we go. That uh, you might be mythic creating next week. There is there is a confirmed potential chance. I have to re-talk with that person at another time, but I might be, might be stepping into some mythic rating next week. Going places. He's a big boy. We'll see. So the group I've been running with, I've been running heroic with their alts, and their mains do mythic. And the guy reached out to me and asked if I wanted to go this week, forgetting that I couldn't literally because the game doesn't allow it. Um, Fucking so got him. 
there's a chance that maybe next week when they go, he would uh, ask me to go with them. But there's it, just just a chance. Not Is confirmed it? yet because I haven't. When I went back to confirm it with him, he was offline, so I haven't like confirmed that he's they a need me. I mean, I might be a ringer, but I also might just be a ringer where I, I get brought in and I do nothing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look, I did some damage. It's basically me running around yelling. I'm contributing. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it would be it would actually be very much the second metal meme. Ah, yeah. It turns out everybody else is way ahead of me, and I'm just showering myself in champagne. That's fair. That's fair. You know, you got to start somewhere. That's true. You're not wrong. But that's all I got. So I think we'll uh, end there. Yay. We'll see you guys in seven days. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 